Having the right to do anything doesn't mean it's good for us. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We are moving on in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. We're going to finish the chapter today and we will kind of move into chapter 11. Uh, This section covers also chapter 11, verse 1. So we will be reading and studying uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 23 through 11, 1 today. This section is entitled The Believer's Freedom. And Paul takes on the idea of um, what we are free to do in Christ. Um, We really and truly are um, free in every way. Uh, We're free from the burden of legalistic religious observance. Um, We're free from living to the letter of the law, all because of what Jesus has done for us. But our freedom does not give us a ticket to live um, licentious, Uh, lives um, where we go headlong into sin because uh, we expect that um, we should um, be able to live any old way we want to live. Our freedom in Christ doesn't mean that God does not have expectations for those who follow him in the same way that uh, as our children earn trust and increasing freedom to make decisions for their lives, doesn't mean that the expectations that we have for them as parents disappear. Um, And so uh, we are free in Christ. Uh, We don't have to go around um, crossing every T and dotting every I and worrying about whether or not God's going to love us uh, if we forget to do something. (laughs) And so that's the freedom that we enjoy in Christ, and we can be grateful for that. So as we prepare to study today, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. I thank you so much for your word and its instruction. I thank you, Lord, that you meet with us faithfully every time that we engage your word, uh, because you want to teach us through it. This is your word to us, your people. And so we give you thanks for it. Uh, Father, we pray that you would open us up completely to your word today that you would tune our ears to the sound of your voice as you speak through your word and into our hearts. And we pray, as always, that the spirit that dwells within us would help interpret and uh, translate your word into our hearts in such a way that your word would have its maximum transformational impact in us. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for this opportunity we have to study today. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, this is 1 Corinthians 10, 23 through 11. 1. I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. No one should seek their own good, but the good of others. Eat anything sold in the meat market without raising questions of conscience, for the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. If an unbeliever invites you to a meal and you want to go, eat whatever is put before you without raising questions of conscience. But if someone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it, both for the sake of the one who told you and for the sake of conscience. I am referring to the other person's conscience, not yours. For why is my freedom being judged by another's conscience? If I take part in the meal with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of something I thank God for? So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jews, Greeks, or the church of God, even as I try to please everyone in every way. 
For I am not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Now, this is a meaty passage, and a person, a theologian, (laughs) could probably spend the better part of a career um, diving into the deep impact and deep insights of this passage. Uh, You really could, and there's so much here. Uh, that speaks to uh, our practice of Christian faith and the freedom that we have in Christ, the freedom that we really, truly, and actually have. Um, And so we can say with all honesty that we have the right to do anything, but not everything is beneficial for us, Paul says. We have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. And so I think there's an important point there. Yes, we're free to do all things in Christ, but not things that are not to our benefit and not things that aren't constructive for building us up as mature and solid um, members of the family of faith. Um, And so the check in our spirit should be those things that lead us down the path of sin, um, habitual sin, uh, that trip us up and put a dividing line between God and us once again in our hearts. Um, We are free to do anything that um, would not trip us up in our conscience and would not cause us to grow apart from the Lord. No one should seek their own good, Paul says, but the good of others. And that's an attitudinal thing. Um, If we have the heart of Christ within us, then we would desire the good of others. We would not selfishly seek only to do good for ourselves, but we would seek to do good uh, toward and for other people. That's the heart of Jesus. Um, And when we're selfishly seeking our own good and ignoring the needs of others and the good of others, then I would question whether or not the heart of, of Jesus is alive in us. Paul says, "...eat anything sold in the meat market without raising questions of conscience." Because the earth is the Lord's and everything in it is good. Now, this gets at the question of um, what kinds of things are bad for us. There are plants that people grow and then they harvest those plants and they smoke those leaves. And uh, the physical impact on the body is not necessarily a good thing. But those plants belong to the earth that the Lord made. And uh, if the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, then what's wrong with participating in something like that? smoking tobacco or smoking marijuana or those kinds of things. I think the the question is, uh, we go back to what Paul says in verse 23. Yeah, we might be free to do that, uh, but are there laws against it? Well, the Bible constrains us to submit to our earthly authorities. Um, is it beneficial to your body? Is it productive to your life as a person? Uh, we got to ask those questions. Um, and so, yes, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, but sometimes we have to moderate what we consume because we realize its effect on us is not necessarily beneficial and productive. Uh, moderation is the biblical standard. Um, doesn't mean we have to be teetotalers, but we should not do something that would betray our conscience, that would put us uh, in opposition to uh, the legal authorities that are established over us. Um, and uh, those are questions that we need to ask. Uh, Paul goes on in verse 27, if an unbeliever invites you to a meal and they serve food, go ahead and eat the food and don't ask any questions of where the origin of the food was. But if somebody there at the meal mentions to you that it was 
food that was sacrificed to an idol on an idol uh, altar uh, to an idol god, then don't eat it for the sake of the conscience of the person that brought that to your attention. Not for your own conscience, because uh, you're not constrained from eating it. Um, But Paul says, uh, for the other person's conscience, uh, because they brought it to your attention. And so, um, you know, the big question is, if I take part in a meal with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of something I thank God for? It's a good point. Um, It's not, it's not for ourselves, it's for our witness to others around us. If someone else is tripped up by that or finds that a stumbling block and they're in our presence and they know we love the Lord, um, then we ought to, um, we ought to um, not participate in that setting uh, for the sake of that other person. And I think that's good and wise advice. There are Lots of times when, as believers, we ought to not participate in something we could participate in for the sake of someone else's conscience as, as a way of keeping our witness to them intact. And so Paul's overall encouragement in verse 31 is good. Whatever you do, whatever you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Don't cause anyone to stumble. That's that mindfulness. That's being mindful of our witness. Who's around us? And if I participate in my freedom in Christ because I have no uh, issue in my conscience with this thing or this act or this choice, um, what what's the ripple effect on others around me? It's being mindful of how our choices impact others and how that might impact our witness for the kingdom. Uh, don't cause anyone to stumble, a Jew or a Greek or anyone who's a member of the church of God. Um, Paul says, even as I try to please everyone in every way, for I'm not seeking my own good, but the good of many. You know, that's a surrender issue. Um, If we can surrender our right to participate in something for the sake of another, that's a love thing. We do that because we love them. We do that because we love Jesus. We do that because we want that person in the kingdom. We want that person home with the Lord. And we don't want to do anything that would cause them to stumble or question whether or not um, our faith is sincere. And so um, we do it for their sake that they may be saved. Paul says, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Again, reliable words. This question of the believer's freedom uh, can really get down into the minutiae of semantics. Um, The big question is, we ought not participate in something that would cause another to stumble, not for our sake, but for theirs, so that we can keep our witness intact. And we also ought not participate in things that are not beneficial and productive and constructive for us and building us up into mature believers in Christ. doesn't mean we're not free to participate in um, uh, certain food or drink. It just means we should be mindful of how we participate, how we uh, how we. Um, uh, imbibe on those things and that we should seek the biblical standard of moderation in all things. All right, my friends, I hope this has been helpful. It's a challenging passage and there's a lot here to understand. Um, but let's defer to Christ in all things um, so that we can uh, have a mighty witness for him and that we can cont- continue to grow in closeness with Jesus. God bless.